Inspirational and instructional, Dr. Joe Schwartz's book, Super Radiant, sold on Amazon and Barnes & Noble, gives a step-by-step approach to finding your bliss through TM. Good afternoon, everybody. Uh, This is Dr. JLJ, Dr. Joe Schwartz. And uh, today we're having a a wonderful podcast on, um, the title is You Can Have a Powerball of a year. And of course, tonight is the big drawing of the Powerball, hundreds of millions of dollars. But uh, let's take a step back from all the nonsense. And let's take a step back from the distorted view of life that most people who occasionally play the lottery and or who are absolutely addicted to it. Um, uh, you know, what is their what is their view of what the lottery is all about. And basically the the philosophy behind occasional and addicted gamblers is is that life itself is governed by fate and chance and nothing else. You know, you're at the right place at the right time. You were born into the right family. You you have all these connections. Um, And it's, it's one lucky instance after another. And, you know, playing the lottery is something that I could do and I'll be lucky too. Um, So life is governed by fate and chance and, and there's, and nothing else, which is uh, really an absolute fallacy. And and let me give you some statistics on um, people playing the lottery. I I got this article out of the uh, Associated Press and it talked about how to win the lottery, you know, in, in parentheses, which is really quite impossible because the odds, my friends, are uh, about one in 292 million. Okay. And then for the Powerball, it's even more. It's like one in, in 300 million. Um, so the, they asked some experts about this, and the experts all say you shouldn't spend so much money on lottery tickets. If you choose to play, it's important to be mindful of what you can afford and maybe consider other places to put your money, even if it's just a few dollars. So um, Matthew Kovach, an assistant professor at Virginia Tech, um, he, he, he said in, in this article with the Associated Press that Lottery tickets are definitely not good investments. They're not even investments. There's an expectation you will always lose money. So it, it, it sounds like a real um, paradox or even an oxymoron. Um, buying a lottery ticket is, uh, is almost like saying I'm going on a working vacation because it's just not going to work. It's not going to work from the get-go. And, and uh, another way of looking at it is this, um, another common comparison, just reading a little more from this Associated Press article, which was from back in July of 2023. Um, another common comparison is getting struck by lightning. Even if you bought a lottery ticket for every drawing over 80 years, two times a week, mega millions three times a week for Powerball, you would still be far less likely to win than to be struck by lightning once in your lifetime. And this is what 
Syracuse University math professor Stephen uh, Diaz said. So it's really ridiculous. And um, uh, another uh, another pundit said, because winning is so rare, experts maintain lottery tickets are horrible investments. Um, everybody, but everybody's motivation is different. Some people might buy a $2 lottery ticket as a form of entertainment and find satisfaction in the excitement or the thrill that maybe they'll win. Okay. Others may enter it out of feelings of desperation or financial struggle. And this is where it's, it's kind of sad because um, when you look at all, the vast majority of people who play the lottery are from low-income communities. So it's really a lose-lose. The lottery has historically acted as a regressive tax on the poor, meaning that people that can least afford to lose their money buy the most tickets. And that was a study done at Rutgers University. So in reality, it's probably best to diversify into even an index fund. If you had a little money, um, you could probably find an index fund with a financial advisor and put your money there. But, you know, uh, getting back to my, my point here, which is really talking about us and you as a person, as a human being living your life, you, you all of us have to realize that and I've said this in many of my podcasts, the answer is not getting lucky or looking for something outside yourself. The answer is to discover things inside yourself, okay? Even if it's waking up the next day and feeling good about yourself, that's really a beginning of something really special and something very motivating for you as a person. So um, let me just expand on, on, on that thought. In reality, we live in a universe of cause and effects, not chance, not fate, uh, not luck. And, and as I've mentioned before in my previous podcast, your thoughts, your actions, your desires, your determination um, will uh, create your future your future, not mine or anybody else's. And, and as we stated, remember this, thoughts are causes and conditions effects. Thoughts are causes and conditions effects. So what's going on upstairs in your mind, whether you work at the post office or for the government, whether you're a professional, what you're thinking about is actually um, creating your your reality. So that's why it's it, it's also very important to try at least, and I know it's not easy, to, to get your thoughts on a more positive track. And, and here we are in the new year, 2024. I'm very excited. I have plenty of plans. What plans do you have? Oh, when people say, I don't want to make any resolutions, Resolutions are going to be broken. And you know what? They are because they're just statements. Oh, I'm going to lose weight. Oh, I want to lose weight. Okay. Um, they, they, and, and if you walk the walk and talk the talk, 
then that's something else. But most people just say these things and they don't follow through on them. Well, let me talk quickly about uh, um, another doctor, a very famous doctor, um, who William Glasser, who, who was the founder of um, the positive uh, psychology movement. And um, he talked about, are there positive addictions? And um, he, according to Glasser, he believed that these are pleasant activities, but even more strongly, they are positive addictions. One prof professional philosopher who um, described this as, as having a, a, a very strong relationship to philosophy of, of a positive addiction. And Glasser thought that running and meditating were the main things. And it's interesting. I do a lot of running and I do a lot of meditating. So that could be, for example, a positive addiction as opposed to something like gambling and the Powerball, which isn't going to get you anywhere, uh, are, are, are terrible. So what are the six criteria to have a positive addiction according to William Glasser? And by the way, he founded reality therapy. I'm, I had a, uh, a block on that a minute ago. So anyway, uh, a positive addiction is something non-competitive you choose to do and can devote approximately an hour a day to. It's possible for you to do easily and it doesn't make a good deal. It doesn't take a good deal of mental effort. You do it well, you can do it alone, rarely with others, but it does depend upon, uh, uh, it may not depend on others to do it. So for example, exercise. Exercise is not particularly competitive I mean, unless you're on a sports team and you're, you know, on the weekend, you're going to be in a game. But if you're just doing it for yourself and you're pacing yourself, it really is a, a wonderful thing to do. Um, does it have some physical, mental, spiritual value for you? Well, exercise, meditating are, are other examples of, of that or um, learning a new hobby like painting or um volunteering to help people in need. That's another very important thing that might really boost you physically and mentally and spiritually. And the fifth thing is, is you believe that if you persist at it, you will improve, but it's completely subjective. So you don't need other people to tell you or, or have a rating scale, how you're doing compared to other people. If you feel that you're improving yourself each day at meditating, at running, at exercising, at being a great volunteer. That, that's very uplifting and good for you. And uh, it may be a win-win if you're volunteering as well. So uh, the sixth thing is the activity must have the quality that you could do it without criticizing yourself Okay, if you can't accept yourself during this time, the activity will not be addicting. Okay, um, so you, you, you have to be addicted to something that you won't criticize yourself too much about. Many people go to the gym, if I, I keep coming back to that physical activity, and um, they're constantly looking in the mirror or they... Um, they, they almost to an, an egocentric point of view where they need the perfect abs and body um, and how much do I weigh? So um, that that could be uh, that, that could go into self-criticism and that 
what starts out to be a positive addiction can can morph into something that's that's critical. So you don't want it to dominate your life. You you you, you want to have a balance with your family and 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 whatever you quote unquote addicted to or stamp collecting or or um, magazines or something like that or reading reading a lot of novels. Don't let it dominate your life, but but have something that is going to give give you something. And um, one of the things that I think we all could be uh, addicted to in a wonderful way, um, and I may spend another podcast on this, um, are positive affirmations. Um, what do you tell yourself every day when when you when you get up? And um, affirmations. Um, I am. I am making X amount of money or I am becoming a better person each and every day over and over again um, can seep into the subconscious mind. And, and, and as I said before, in reality, this is a universe of cause and effect. If you're addicted to positive, positively affirming yourself, that's going to be a wonderful thing for you, your family, and the rest of society. And the most important thing that you could affirm and tell yourself every day is, I like myself. If you say that to yourself 40, 50 times a day, I, the, the, you, and, and you will feel so much better about yourself. And I'm going to get into this the next time we talk, how affirmations can be such a wonderful supplement to your own personal growth. And it, it can help create a life for yourself that um, it'll be the causes that will produce the effects that you want. I hope you enjoyed this little talk on uh, the Powerball and understand that all of us have the Powerball within us. We don't have to go out and buy any tickets. Thank you, everybody. I'll be seeing you next time Dr. Uh, with another Dr. JLJ talk. Thank you so much. Super Radiant by Dr. Joe Schwartz, sold on Amazon and Barnes & Noble, opens the works of TM as a path to daily relaxation and stress relief.